Daily Dubs. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Daily Dose Podcast. We are your host, Pastors Lem and Liz. What's up, baby? You wasn't here yesterday. I'm glad to have you back. I wasn't. I glad was feeding our back. family. Glad to I'm have here. you back. Yeah, you went to the supermarket, you know. But hey, we got to do what we got to do sometimes. That's so right. tonight we are continuing How to Be a Christian Part 3. We've been in the book of Romans chapter 12, verses 9 through 24. And we've been reading and talking about what the Bible says about how Christians behave. And I said 9 through 24, I knew it was 21. 9 through 21. So this is very crucial because like we've been saying every single night, you know, it's not enough just to say that we know Jesus and that we're Christians. The important thing is that we reflect Christ and we reflect them in who we are. That's right. Right? So that's what Paul's talking about right here. We've got some students on here again. We got the Zoom meeting running. Y'all looking good on the Zoom. I see y'all. I see y'all paying attention. Thank you for joining on here with us. And today on this one, we're going to be talking with none other than Margaret Etlinger. Say what's up to the people, Maggie. What's up? Maggie has been with us since when? When did when did you start coming to the youth group? Um. I'm thinking maybe it must have been August. August? Yeah, it was yeah. like right around August. You guys started coming like steadily. And you guys drive a hike like 45 minutes from North Hills. What high school do you go to? It's North Hills. North Hills? Yeah, you drive. You guys drive from North Hills, which we love. It just shows the value of being around other Christians, man. You guys value it, and we're glad to have you with us. So let's jump right into this. You know, we're talking about how to be a Christian. We're talking about what the Bible says and how we are to reflect Christ, you know, what it looks like when we're reflecting Christ. And one of the things that Paul was talking about mainly was God's righteousness, God's will being bigger than our will. You know, that's one of the staples of Christianity is that we follow God's will more than ours, right? You know? Yeah. So right. how would you, like, as a teenager, as somebody who's dealing right now with all the stuff that the enemy is throwing at teenagers in 2020, give me, what is what would you say is your best way that you go about doing that, having God's will be above yours? I would say that most of the time, like, with right now, especially with there's the COVID, there's, we don't know what's going on with the election and stuff. Um, it's mostly just important to keep your, like, keep your eyes not on what the world sees, but keep your eyes on what God's got in store for you. And it really helps to read your Bible through all this. Like it. Because reading your Bible is just, it's, it's God's word. It's God's written word to you. And it's like, here, I've given you the keys to going through hard times and I can say from personal experience that without reading your Bible, it's like you just kind of slug through every single day and you're like, why am I here? And especially during hard times as well, it like it's worse. It's like a hundred times worse. And so it's very important to pray. It's very important to read your Bible. And God's will, you got to know, you got to understand that God's will is higher than yours. God's will is like the answer to absolutely everything. I like it. And 
you can't just put something in front of your eyes and say that's it what's like an experience that you've had where you have literally had to uh put your will aside and do god's will an experience where you really wanted to do something but you felt deep down you shouldn't do it and you actually had the power to just be like you know what even though i want to i won't there's been a lot of times where i've wanted to like get back at people who have made me feel upset at them or mad at myself but there's a there's a whole lot with that where I'm just like look you just gotta put it aside like other people's like crap doesn't have to get on your your agenda like basically dealing with people who disagree with you and knowing that you guys disagree and like Unless God's behind you and God's power is, like, backing you up, there's nothing you can really do to prove them wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically just knowing it's it's knowing when to put up a fight and when to stand out. Do you feel like it's a one-time thing? Do you feel like it's, like, a moment or do you feel like it's a continuous thing? Do you feel like it's a moment in time where you're like, you know what, I'm going to do what God wants me to do in this moment and not what I want to do? Or do you feel like it's a continual thing? It's definitely a continual thing because you can't just say yes to this one thing and you're like, well, that was, that was like, that was just something I was doing, you know, like, yeah, because it's just the right thing to do, but God knows the right thing to do in every situation, whether or not you want to do it or not. So, yeah. What does it feel or what does it look like to you when you want to do the will of God? I know, obviously, reading the word of God gives us a lot of insight as to what God's will is. But what are some practical ways where you're living out your life and you understand this isn't God's will for me? So we know, like, the general things that are written in the word of God, you know, thou shall not kill. But when you have this, like, the way that I can explain it is, like, this feeling where I shouldn't really take part in this conversation or I really shouldn't go to that. Like, to me, the way that it that it happens for me is I just feel like it's like a, like a gut feeling or sometimes it's like that little voice inside of me. Like, how does that happen for you? And how have you been able to strengthen that to really be, be led by God? I would say that there, it's like a combination of both where I'm thinking there's like the tiny voice in the back of my head, but then there's also like that gut feeling like, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> and so Something that's helped me strengthen is one, knowing what's right and wrong directly from the word, which yeah. is very important, as I've said before, but also putting it into action, because if you don't put it into action, you're basically just, it's like, it's like going to a math lecture and you hate math. So the words go in one ear and out the other, and all of a sudden it's finals. And you're like, what am I doing with my life? I should have been listening. Why was I not listening? But it's because you weren't really listening. You were just hearing it, but you weren't listening to it. So knowing knowing to put it into action and to do what the Bible says is right and to not just be like, okay, so I know this is right. But so putting it into practice also helps it become into, it make helps it get into a habit. Yeah. And habits are very, very helpful so for whenever you need to know what's right and wrong. If I could play like uh, the other side of the coin right now, I feel like we need to talk to, 
what makes us want to do the will of God? Because I feel like a lot of times we know the right thing to do, but it just becomes like a burden that we feel like Christians bear. You know, I feel like people, you know, listening from the outside in are just like, why are you forcing yourself to do something you don't want to do? Why would you want that? And why would you make your heart life more hard or more difficult for yourself? Like, you know, how, what, explain to us from your perspective how one comes to love the word of God and the will of God over ours. Like, what makes you do it? For me, it's basically personal experience because I've had times where I'm just like, I'm not doing well. And I know that reading my Bible and praying and doing the will of God is what pulled me out of it. I can say with 100% certainty that I would not be the same person I was today if like seven months ago or something, I didn't like pick myself up and was like, okay, let's read my Bible every night or let's read it every other night because just knowing, because that's like knowing the word of God is you're knowing the will of God because the word of God has the will of God for your life. Yeah. And through experience and not just like getting yourself out of hard times, it's also when, like you said, whenever you go into a, a, you have a decision and you think, well, there's this good decision and there's this bad one, but the bad one leads to something good. But what's the thing with the good one? So knowing from personal experiences like that, you can say, well, I know that this seems like it's going to be good right now, but is this really what I want good for later in my life? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so having without, like... Because you don't, you don't know your future. God knows your future. Yeah. God knows everything about you, which is the thing that you are so stubborn to admit. You're like, no, I know myself. And you're like... I know what I'm going to do, but sometimes you don't. So, yeah, I feel like I'm hearing like having the greater vision and I feel like also trusting that God knows what's best for you and really giving him over control of your life because, you know, he's going to lead you to absolute happiness where sometimes I feel like we think we know what's good for us, but we have the perspective of just seeing like what's right in front of us. We are not at the height of what God is at, where he can see further ahead and know how all of the pieces are going to fall in together and actually give you greater joy. What would you say, what would you say to somebody who doesn't have that personal experience yet though? You know what I mean? So it's easier for us because we have the personal experience of giving into the will of God and always seeing that it's better than anything we could have ever come up with. How do you, what would you say to help somebody that maybe hasn't experienced that yet and they're thinking about it, but they still have that doubt. I would say try it. It's kind of like, it's like, it's like trial and error, but it's not, there is no error. That's a thing. So I would say try it. Like, like if you feel that God's trying to tell you something like, no, you should not be doing this. What are you doing? This is, you should be doing this instead. Try it. Even if you don't want to do it, just try it once. And if you find that you're like, wow, that was a pretty good decision, then you'll probably get a snowball effect and go rolling down the hill. I like that. Gain some more momentum. I like that because, you know, part of this, part of this does say, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. You know, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things. Give place to God's will. You know, don't avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath and let God have vengeance. You know, that's not the easiest thing. I feel like you sort of touched on that a little bit in the beginning with, 
your will and God's will, having to step aside sometimes and say, God, I know what you said, so I'm just going to put what I want to do on the back burner right here. It's, have you seen it? Have you seen that? I mean, it's it's a loaded question because I know the answer, but give us some ways that you have seen that work out for your good, you know? Right. So I would say that where it's worked out for my good, it's just basically, it's helpful to know that whatever I do, I've got to do it for God. And if basically it's like, if Jesus were standing right beside you and you're doing, you're going through with your life, do you think he'd be okay with some of the things that you're doing? Like, yeah, I know that we don't think about that a lot because like at some point it's like, we're just looking through our own eyes, I guess, <laughs> sorry. Um, we're looking at it through our own lens. We're not looking at it through God's lens. And whenever we look at it through God's lens, whenever we're like, oh, Jesus, hey, he's like kind of right behind me. And he's seeing all this stuff I'm doing. It's yeah. like, it's very, it, it gets to you. And you're like, you start to think through what you're doing more. And you start to think, should I be doing this? Yeah. But I like what you said earlier. You know, I would say to anybody that's listening right now, give it a try. And if you, even if you have the, the perspective that I've seen people give God a, a try and it worked out horribly for them, I guarantee you that you don't have all the details and I guarantee you that you have no idea. So just try it for yourself. Don't take somebody else's experience and apply it to your life. You might be missing out. I guarantee you're missing out. So just give it a try on your own and see what God can do for you because there is no greater love than God's love. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it's fun. So give your enemy a drink today. Yeah. Pray for that person that's making your life horrible. Feed them. This is what the Bible says. It says, if your enemy's hungry, feed them. If he's thirsty, give him a drink for in doing so. You will heap coals of fire on his head. You know what? And God is the best avenger of all time. And we're not talking Marvel. We're no, talking real we're life. We're talking real life. And no my mother used to and tell crap me like that. My mother used to tell me all the time growing up. When you're in the hands of the devil, God can save you. But when you're in the hands of God's wrath, can't nobody save That's you. That's what the Bible says, yo. So you know what? Let God avenge you. Yep. Let God be the one that takes care of your enemies today. Yep. Yep. Maggie, you got plans for Thanksgiving? Um, we're thinking of doing a couple of things, but mostly it's just a Thanksgiving dinner. And I have started the tradition a couple of years back whenever it whenever Thanksgiving comes around and we've done a Charlie Brown Christmas. No, mm. <laughs> I'm thinking ahead. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving where, so it's the peanuts kind of short film and Charlie Brown accidentally has all these people come over to his house and he's like, how am I supposed to give out Thanksgiving dinner? So there's the popcorn, the pretzels, the jelly beans and all of the above that he gives out to his friends. And so basically we'll invite a couple friends over or something and we'll watch it, and we'll have a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Nice. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. a great tradition. We Woodsons, we have our own Thanksgiving transition. Oh, do we? Tra- not we transition. Tradition. Yes. We do. Yes, would you like to see what it is? This is news for me as well. You know it's just, you know what it is. Look! I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, ram. <laughs> <laughs> that's us right there. Beans, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rat. You that's our tradition right there that is that's our tradition we got it all well maggie thank you 
Thank you for being on this episode with us, man. Thank you so much. Thank I mean, you for letting me come on. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, not the it's the first time, but hey, it won't be the last time. We love all of our students at Meta Student Ministries. It's good having you guys be involved, man. Like we said, we are loose change. So it's not just up to us. It's up to all of y'all to help us loose this change and loose this change is what we're going to do. Ain't nobody going to stop it. That's right. Nobody's going to stop nope. it. So, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Dose Podcast. Listen, we need you to rate. We need you to review. We need you to subscribe. We need you to go back and listen to all the episodes you have not listened to. This is a daily podcast. If this is your first one, go back and listen to the other ones. You know, Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Also, we have a Loose Change podcast. We run multiple podcasts here. All right. So the one we just did, my man, Freddie, he's a youth leader here at Meta Student Ministries. He is our high school and outreach director. He ran his first episode. Go give Freddie a shout out on the Loose Change podcast. And we will see you back here tomorrow. And don't forget, God loves you. And so do we. We're going to bang out to a little bit of Shirley Caesars. Peace. Daily Dubs.